Welcome back to Beyond the Scoreboard, where every 25-point lead is safe. As always, I'm Sid. What's going on, Rich? Hey, man, doing good. Long time, bro. Long time. Very long time. Sean, what's good, man? What's up? How y'all doing? With the with the lion's hat, letting it be known. No, I got to represent, bro. <laughs> Great things this year. <laughs> <laughs> So this is our first show of the 2022-2023 season. Uh, we really basically took off the summer, man. It's a lot of other stuff going on right now, but football's back. Uh, man, what we 12 days, I think, from kickoff right now. So, um, man, we, it's time to get back to it. So as always, we're going to start with the Saints. Um, preseason wrapped up last night, uh, with a victory over the Chargers. There's been a lot of uh, optimism uh, around new additions, um, new coach, you know, at the top, <clears throat> getting players back from injury. Jameis Winston back, you know, healthy. Uh, Michael Thomas is healthy-ish, healthier, healthy enough, uh, hopefully. Uh, but now we're dealing with new injuries to, to new players who have looked promising over training camp or looked promising over the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, man, all kind of things going on. But as we stand right now, um, still, I mean, personally, I'm still really uh, optimistic about our season. Uh, I think this could be a really good one as long as health is on our side. Um, but overall, man, over this summer, over training camp, over the preseason, what have been your biggest takeaways from, from our New Orleans Saints? Man, the last two or three years, uh, I find myself saying this is the best Saints team we've had in quite some time. Or even if we were competitive that, you know, the year before that, I'm like, I think we just upgraded just a little bit more. Uh, last year, I think injuries and depth was our issue. And this year we fixed both of those things. Uh, for the most part, we're healthy and where we were weak, we, uh, strongly upgraded. So, uh, just takeaways. Preseason really, no matter how it went, I really wasn't going to be able to take a lot from it just because you know who's already there and who's not or whatnot. Um, but I think everything went pretty good. Um, I really don't have any, uh, any serious concerns, I guess I can say. I know the linebacker position is thin and that's what most, you know, people are worried about. But I think long as we could get uh, pressure with our front four, we're going to be all right, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, you mentioned it right there. Health, of course, is the biggest thing. It's, it's unpredictable. Every team's gonna get hit with injuries. It's, yeah. it's just about where. Yeah. Um, and when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and when. Uh, man, we, we went from having a, a horrible wide receiver room last year to having one of what I think is one of the best in the league. Um, we already had uh, a strong defense. I feel like our secondary is better this year than what it was last year. Uh, with Marcus May and Tyron Matthew versus Malcolm Jenkins and, and, um, Marcus Williams. Uh, we got a Devo in his second year. My concerns are, you know, the, how thin we are at linebacker. Um, if Pete Warner and Demario Davis are healthy, then I don't have any, any concerns, honestly. Um, Pete Warner has been in and out, you know, throughout training camp, throughout the preseason. Hopefully he can be healthy and stay healthy throughout the season. Um, and then the other position right now is, is left tackle. Um, not because we don't have decent players there. It's just once again, how healthy are they or will they be 
um, going into week one. Mm-hmm. But every other uh, concern that we had last season, quarterback, because Jameis wasn't there, uh, wide receiver, Michael, no Michael Thomas, and then the other guys just weren't, you know, what we needed them to be. Uh, all those concerns are have been taken care of. So going into week one against Atlanta, I'm feeling, you know, really confident about this team. And talking about injuries and guys that's who who's there and who's not, another concern we had was Elvin Kamara. But, of course, that guy, uh, Handwood, looked like he won't be missing into next year, hopefully. But uh, a lot of people was concerned even about running back, which I was one, if uh, if, that suspen- if that suspension would have happened this year. But I think we're good to go, man. It's the best it's going to get. No team out there is going to have it all figured out right away. Um, yeah. A player, established player in each position, and everybody's healthy and all that good stuff. That this about the best it's gonna get. Yeah, agreed. Um, I don't see any uh, huge surprises coming when it comes to roster cuts or anything like that. Um, I think the obvious people are gonna be there. Um, the only thing I can see is maybe they go out there and try to find another tackle to add on. Now what we got is what we got. Um, so what is what is your prediction for us for the New Orleans Saints uh, here in this twenty two twenty three season? Oh, man, it's kind of tough. You know, I respect the heck out of Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and uh, everything that they have over there. But um, it's just tough for me to say that we don't win a division. Uh, I just think that we have their number. And I think overall, we probably are two even teams on paper, you know. Yeah. Uh, But I think overall, we have we have their number. And I think that's going to help us win the division. Um, it may be a situation where we both fall with the same record or whatnot or, or close to it, but I think even if we, we end with the same record, I do think that we can beat Tampa both times we played them this year. So I'm going, I'm taking the Saints to win the division. Um, I'm also taking the Saints to win the division, I think, but more so I agree with you. I think we're pretty even when healthy with Tampa Bay, but Tampa's injuries are piling on even before kickoff. And they got um, serious ones. Yeah, and that's that's and then of course you got Godwin who, you know, we gotta see how long it's gonna take him to get back. Um, you no longer have Gronk, so you gotta see what's yeah. going on with these other tight ends. Um, it's it's a lot going on over there and if anybody can overcome it, I'm sure it's Tom Brady, but um as it stands, I think that I, I think they're a playoff team still, even with what they have going on. Um I just think that we're looking at it's hard for me to it's hard for me to believe that we don't win eleven games. I'll probably take a twelve and five record, honestly. Um yeah, I think we're looking at twelve and five and winning that division this year. Cool. Sean, I know you don't have a dog in this fight, man. What you what you feeling? What you think? About I I think the Saints a playoff team. I don't I still uh believe the Bucks win the division. Um and I, I think I told Sydney uh, earlier, just because the NFC is the weaker conference, um, I can see the Saints easily being the five seed um, because, like, being the being the best of the wild card teams. Um, and I, I have them going as far as the divisional round um, when the in the postseason. I, I think they're good enough to win a a playoff game, but uh, I think the division round is as far as the Saints go. Gotcha. And we'll yeah, and we'll get to. You know, just league wide, what we think the playoffs gonna look like and things of that nature. Um, let's talk about Detroit real quick, bro, because we we talked a few months ago uh, when it was first announced that they'd be on hard knocks and 
uh, and, and things of that nature and how optimistic it seems that it's time that Detroit actually turns it around. Um, yeah. Now we're, once again, we're through the preseason, we're through training camp, kickoff is in 14 days, well, four, yeah, 13, 14 days uh, for Detroit and, you know, for the Saints on September 11th. Uh, what 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 have you taken away from from this time that we've been off? Um, I think about the same thing that I was saying the last time we talked. Um, I, the team is obviously headed in the right direction. Um, I'm feeling better about Jared Goff being our quarterback. I don't think he's the long term answer, but I think he's going to have a good season, and I think we'll see more of what we saw the second half of the season versus the first half last year, um, just because how closely he's working with the offensive coordinator. Um, and everybody talks about how good the offensive line is. So I think the offense is going to be fine. I got real concerns about the defense. Um, I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be solid. Um, the front line, the, the front four in general will be, will be good or three, however you want to look at it with, with them playing a three, four defense. Um, the linebackers are ass. The secondary is pretty bad too. Um, so we'll see. Um, but it's an offensive league right now. So I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't think they're going to be picking in the top five. That's, that's, that's how I feel right now. A lot of times, especially when we are, uh, fans of that team, I think we kind of like jump the gun and look at the end of the road before the season even starts. So do you, I guess my qu- uh, uh, my question to you is, do you think the Lions will be competitive within y'all division? Like, let's start there. Oh, do you think? Okay. Yeah. I think that the Packers, the Packers are the only team that I'm like, okay, well, they're going to win the division. But a lot of people are high on the Vikings. I don't like, I don't think the Vikings are going to be that much better than they were last year. But the Bears, I think the Bears are one of the worst three teams in the league. So I think we easily, yeah, I think we we easily finish third in the division. Um, it's it's a battle between us and Minnesota to finish second, but I don't think us or Minnesota are playoff teams anyway. So it you know it doesn't matter. But I think that I think there's going to be tremendous improvement with the team. And talking about the improvement, where you think it where you think it starts? Is it a certain player or is it collectively with the offense? The the offense I, I think the offense is really going to surprise people because the the offensive line the way everybody nationally and even even uh, from training camp talks about the offensive line like it's one of the best units in the league like um, and so when you when you give Jared if Jared Goff can be anything like he was in Los Angeles with that type of protection he's got better weapons now and if we get Jamison Williams back around Thanksgiving or before. Um, the receiving core should be solid with Swift and, and, and Hawkinson, um, as options too. Um, I think we're going to be able to score with a lot of people. It's just how much scoring we're going to have to do because we can't stop nobody. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Is there one play out there that fans should look out for? I know a lot of folks may not follow or be concerned about Lions football. Is there one sleeper out there for the Lions who, who you think, you know, listeners should keep an eye on? I don't think it's necessarily a sleeper, but I think that this is the year for DeAndre Swift. I think this is the year that it that it clicks for him. I hope so. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think behind this offensive line, um, what we're gonna be able to do with him in the passing game, um, I, I think this is the year that it's finally he finally becomes what people think he's got the potential to be. Cool. Appreciate that. Insight on so, the line. 
<laughs> so a couple of things, because once again, you're you're a Lions fan, so you you're more informed about the Lions than I'm going to ever be, because you listen and read everything that's about yeah. the Lions. Um, and once again, you're a fan, so I remember what two years ago it was. Man, I think we can make a wild card, and then it ended up being a two three win season. Um, mainly because of injuries, but you know, because that was the season Matthew Stafford missed all those games. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. lost all those close games and things of that nature. Um, yeah. so I think I think now it's because as a fan and you go through that, you really try to try to you know temper expectations. Um, but for me, I'm I'm higher on the expectations of Detroit than it seems you even are at this point. Yeah. Um. One because I think I think more highly of y'all defense than y'all do. I think y'all secondary is actually decent. Um. Of course, a lot of that is gonna fall on the shoulders of Akuda and what he looks like uh coming back. But I I do I agree the linebacker position is definitely y'all y'all weakest position. But mm-hmm. I think I I think the average you know those, those are solid linebackers. So it really just depends on how well they can play within that scheme. Um, and then offensively, uh, we talked about this off air. It, it, for me, it really comes down to DeAndre Swift. If DeAndre Swift can stay healthy throughout mm-hmm. this whole season, I think that y'all can find yourselves in, uh, in a position to win a whole lot of close games at the end of the fourth quarter, um, this season. Uh, like you said, starting with that division where, like you said, Green Bay is obviously the best, but when it comes to Minnesota and Chicago, y'all better than Chicago. So it really just comes down to are we better than Minnesota or can we go and get a game or two games against Minnesota? Um, I don't think too much of the NFC this year after the top three, four teams. Um, So I can easily see where that seventh seed comes down to a, what would it be? What we got 17 weeks now. So uh, eight and nine teams. Uh, you know, eight, nineteen, nine, eighteen of y'all right there within grasp of that sneaking in. And yeah. I, I kind of like how it's going all different ways. Um, I, I kind of agree with Sid. I think the defense is average, um, or could be average. Um, but the expectations, I, I think Detroit steps into this year with expectations. And if I was a fan, that would scare me because for years, it really was no expectation from Detroit, but this year, uh, people think you guys, a lot of people think y'all have a puncher's chance of competing for the division. And, and I can kind of see it. Green Bay is still going to be Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers. I know he lost some weapons or whatnot, but he's still the best quarterback in the division. Arguably still want, you know, the best quarterback in, um, in the league. Uh, he's going to play at a high level, but I honestly think Detroit is going to be better. If you t- think about how many close games Detroit lost, how many games they were in, they, they just handed it away on, on, basically crazy stuff um you mix that in with a a coach that's going to be a little bit more comfortable um better pieces offensively and defensively but I think it's going to come down to Jared Goff um Swift can do whatever he want to do I think unless Jared Goff is uh you know if he's moving the chains and that offense can find a way to be productive and help the defense out uh the defense can play better to me if they can play safer and the only way they can play safer is if they're playing with a lead so I think it's going to come down to Jared Goff. So one thing I well, want to make. Real quick, real quick, just before you go into that, I just want to say that I feel like Jared Goff's performance is 
going to be based off the run game, just mm-hmm. like it was when he was around. So if yeah. you're able to give him a consistent, you, real good run game, then Jared Goff, and then you're able to open up that offense, offer the play action, or offer the scheme based around that. Then he's going to be way more comfortable. So it still starts with DeAndre Swift and but, that run game. That run game was ridiculous when he was when he was with the Rams when he was at his peak. That that run game was was ridiculous. But see, that's that MVP that year. That's why I'm that's why I'm saying I'm leaning more towards what he's gonna look like is more like when he was good in in Los Angeles. And what gives me hope for that is because, like I said, how closely he's been working with the offensive coordinator, and like this is how we want to do this, and and you know some of the stuff that he's done in Los Angeles, and like you talked about with the offensive line. I mean, with DeAndre Swift. All that to me, all the things that, that he's going to need to be successful, a good running game, good protection, that type of shit, all that stuff starts with the, with the uh, offensive line, and the offensive line is really good. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, think, I think he's going to be fine this year. And if he's not, again, there, there's a succession plan in place. But um, I, I'm not as high on the defense just because – I do think that they have improved it, but like you said, it's, it's which Jeff Okuda are we going to get? Are we going to get one that's closer to the number three overall pick, or is it more like he's just a bust? And um, from what I'm hearing, it's a process. And so I, I don't think he's there yet or anything close to what they thought he could be, but we'll see when the games start being played. But um, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not nearly as confident in that as I am in the defense – I mean, in the offense – and the schedule is weak. So that that's why I feel like I wouldn't be stunned if they got to nine wins, but I think seven is probably what it's going to be. Gotcha. How, many you got, what, what, how many y'all won last year? Three. Three? Cool. Went, I think they went Right, um, we all sound like we all have them right about that six to eight win window this year. Yeah, because they, they, I want to say that over under is like six and a half, and I, yeah, I, I, seven, seven to me, like they gonna get seven, they gonna get seven, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like I said, worst, like I told you the other day, worst case scenario they're getting five. I think yeah. best case scenario is nine. Got you. Cool. Um, real quick, just because I don't like you making faces when I make comments. Um, give me five receiver groups better than ours. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> give me five receiver groups better I don't wanna, than I don't ours. Wanna, I don't want to do that right now. Because I saw you make that face, I'm like, so now he's going to argue that we don't I'm have not, not one argue. of the best receiver groups enough, in, in the league. I'm, I'm not arguing. No, go ahead. You're right. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Saints fan, and look, I'm a, I'm I'm a little biased, uh, not biased on that myself. A lot of people believe in that receiving core, but if I if if I'm on the outside looking in, I'm like, man, you got to show me Michael Thomas can still play. He hasn't played in two years. It's been that long since we since we've seen him, and Chris Olave is still a rookie, you know. So we don't know what he's going to pan out to be just yet. But I mean, we we improved from last season, but receivers ain't like they were. Ten years ago, yeah, like that, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. That, that's true. But you still, you still don't. We still don't know what James Winston is going to be needed. It's just not that's, like he's a a for sure hit. And so that's I'm, and the, those two things combined, that's not a for sure thing right now. Is all I'm saying. I've told Sydney at nauseum. That's the only thing. Like I, I mean, not I, not the only thing, but that's the that's the thing that I'm just 
I got my reservations about Cena's known me for a long time. I had reservations about Jameis since high, since uh since college. I haven't liked Jameis since Florida State. I think he's very overrated. But like I just he he not somebody that I'm that I feel like if we betting on who winning the championship or, or like being in the conference, he got to show me this year. That's that's all I'm saying. That you know, if if he if he play like a top ten quarterback or have whatever he need for the roster, because the roster is good. I'm not arguing that, but I'm saying like if you look at the teams that were left in the in the conference finals last year or the teams that have been left the last couple of years it's the quarterback bro like who Jimmy Garoppolo that this year I mean like they had a chance to be in the Super Bowl but nobody nobody believed in Jimmy Garoppolo you know what I'm saying like when it when it comes down to it you can have all the Tyron Matthews and Michael Thomas as you want but I don't trust Jameis you know what I'm saying like that that's where that's where I got, and that's what it is for me too. Where it's like, oh, like the Lions got a great offensive line. They got their better wide receiver. Well, I don't care about none of that. If Jared Goff can't play, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that, that's, that's how I feel. Couple, which, couple things about this. Which again is 100, no, I was about to say, which again is 100% understandable. Like that's, that's how this game usually works, especially nowadays. It's what the quarterback gonna give us. Cause if Matthew Stafford, wasn't Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl last year, then once Odell went down, that was going to be rap for them. Um, but other times, you know, it can, like I said, I feel like when healthy, our defense is going to be able to carry us a good bit of the way. And just based off the sample size that I got of Jameis last year, I it, it's hard for me to think that that was a flash in the pan. I think that that's something that's sustainable. Not saying he about to go out here and throw for five thousand yards and forty ten thousand nothing. Like I can care less about him doing any of that, as long as he can keep my interception number under fifteen. And if he can do that, I think that's enough to get us to where we want to go. But what you was gonna say, Rich? I I was just gonna take it just a step further. Uh, Just touching on that sample size we saw Jameis Winston last year. I'm like cool, right? Because if you think about it, the year before we were out there rolling Taysom Hill out, and we still was having winning records. So if we can compete with Taysom Hill, then I think we can win with Jameis Winston. Um, I do think you can uh, look at the Saints defense, and I kind of feel worst-case scenario if, if you know we stay healthy for the most part. We're top 10 defense, worst-case scenario. Uh, but can we get off the field uh, when we have to, and can Jameis make the throw when he has to? I think we can do both, both of those things. Um, so, I'm uh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I, I you so, so I was just going to say, you know, we were so bad last year, but, but we were still yet able to compete. I think Jameis is put in a situation where he's not asked to go out there and be the best uh, offensive player or to to make these great plays and all this, that, and the other. I'm not trying to say that we we will simplify the offense form, but I just think he has so much around him. It's not a whole lot that he has to overcome to be uh, serviceable for us. So I do think we can win with him, but until he proves that, I can't stamp him for that. Until the receiving core proves that they're better than last year, I can't stamp them for that. It's not a – I just like I was saying, it's not a ridiculous thing to be optimistic about. Um, I'm just on the other side of it that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel optimistic about. It's not like you're saying, oh, man, like this is the year for Daniel Jones, and I'd be like, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like I said, going in the last season, the bread all comes down to one thing. He got LASIK eye surgery last year, and that 
that's changed it all, bro. That was, <laughs> that that changed it all, bro. We we I might be looking it. like a, a MVP this year. You know, NFL comeback player. We might be looking at the MVP. All right, let's. Hey, let's we need. Get, I think it sounds like we need to set an under over on Jameis Winston, man. Touchdowns and interceptions. We may have to come back to that next show. Yeah, that 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 would definitely be an interesting conversation. We're gonna have to come back to that. Um, but let's touch on the playoff picture, man. Pre preseason predictions on the playoffs ain't that always fun? <laughs> um, let's start. Let's start with the NFC. Fuck it. Let's let's start with the NFC. Um, me and Sean have talked about this off the air. We feel one team different about it, but we feel like when it comes down to the NFC, it's really when it comes to Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, he feels it's basically a three-team race. I feel like it's a four-team race. It's four teams that realistically, to me, can end up um, being in the Super Bowl next year. And you said in the AFC is four teams? In the NFC. In the you NFC. Teams? Okay. Um, so I have the Saints winning the NFC South, and I got the Bucks making the playoffs out of there as well. I got the Rams winning the NFC West. I have the 49ers making the playoffs as well. I got the Packers uh, winning the North, and I got the Commanders winning the East, which, shockingly, I had I, I don't see anybody else picking the Commanders, and it's really it's really shocking to me. Um, but, yeah, so I have um, Packers, well, in order. I got the Packers getting the number one seed, and I got the Rams, Saints, Commanders, the Buccaneers, the 49ers. Oh, I'm missing the team, ain't I? I got Detroit. I got Detroit. Um, like I said, that can come down to Detroit, Arizona, Minnesota, basically. It's gonna be one of those three teams I think that ends up getting that seventh spot. I rode with Detroit. Um I got the Rams, Saints, and Bucks all winning wild card weekend, which leads to the Bucks taking on the Packers and the Saints taking on the Rams. I got the Saints and the Packers winning conference. I got Saints Packers. Um, I'm biased. I rode with the Saints. I'm biased, and I just I think Green. Once again, it it really comes down to Green Bay gets there because they play the Bucks. So I think as weak as they are now, especially across that offensive line, I can't see them being any stronger when it comes to that time. Uh, and Green Bay's defense is going – they're going to be there. That's, that's not going nowhere. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, he, he's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers of old. I don't think he's going to be out here having Lazard look like Devontae Adams or anything like that. Um, so I, when it really comes down to it, to me, I think it's really between the Saints and the Rams. And then it's a toss-up from there. Um, so, yeah, that, that's how I got the NFC playing out. I can see it definitely don't have the commanders uh in that playoff pitch. <laughs> but uh everything else is 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 just about where it needs to be. Um I got Green Bay winning winning the north. Um I wanna say Philly so bad because Philly has so much talent and, and I feel like they improve uh dramatically in the offseason. The addition of AJ Brown was uh, was huge. But um I'm gonna have to go Philly. I'm gonna have to take Philly winning the East. Um, of course, the Saints and Bucks make the playoffs from the South. That's what I have. 
um, and the Rams. Um, I can see San Francisco making it too. Um, they, they pretty solid team. They were there last year. Um, it's kind of tough because I got so much respect for the Rams. It's going to be hard for a team to beat the Rams in the playoffs. Like once everything kind of get minimized or whatnot, um, I'm rolling with the Saints just because I'm a homer, you know, but realistically, uh, I can kind of see the Rams definitely going representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Um, but everything else, I mean, if you tell me that another team like the Vikings, I guess the, the, the last team to get in, I would probably take the Vikings, uh, as the, as the final seed in the NFC. Uh, I think that they're a pretty average team and if they get hot offensively, then that's a, that's a group of guys that it was hard to stop. So, um, I'm, I'm going to take the Saints and Rams and simply because I'm a home, I'm going to say Saints Super Bowl. So I got a question real quick before you move forward. So Philly, what is it about Philadelphia that makes you think that they're going to be any type of good, even in a bad division? I was just about to say, what makes you think they're going to be better than the Commanders or the Cowboys? I was just about to say the division. Um, I think Jalen Hurts, he's kind of in the same boat as Tua. Like folks don't believe in either one, and we, we have the right not to believe in either one. But I feel like Jalen has never had, a true number one until maybe last year, which Devontae's still getting his feet wet. But the addition of A.J. Brown, uh, they have a pretty decent D-line. They drafted good. The defense started playing last year. So now it's just expectation in Philly. So this is his first year of, to me, having a little bit of everything around him that he needs, and we can truly evaluate him. So I have to give him the benefit of the doubt in a weaker division. That's it. That's all it really is. So okay. if I if I could jump in because I got I got Philly winning that in division two and I only changed oh. it. Uh what? Uh, you knew that I did. Yeah, I forgot. Well, uh, no, initially you had the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I had the Cowboys, but but I only just changed it. Uh, huh? I said Cowboys. They just got injuries right now. That's yeah, yeah, and that, and I only recently just said, and I, but I'm not confident in it. That's why I got whoever, whatever team I picked from that division was going to be the fourth seed, just because I don't, I don't love them anyway. But I thought, I think Philly improved their defense and their, and and again, offensive line play should be something that they can lean on. And like you said, adding uh, AJ Brown with uh, Devontae Smith, I think. Jalen Hurts, I know that you're not high on Jalen Hurts, but if we're talking about regular season football, in the same way that I'm not high on Colin Murray, but we, when we're talking about the regular season and, and having to deal with a quarterback that can run like that week to week, like I feel like that's, that stuff is, is good enough to get them through the regular season, not enough to win an actual playoff game. Because, again, like I keep saying about the quarterback position, when it's, when it's time to make throws, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, when it when it matters, when you're going up against the elite of the elite, not the commanders, not the cowboys, not the giants. You know, every week, then whatever whatever team won that division, I don't trust any of them quarterbacks to do that. So I'm I feel like Philly is just the best of the worst, and that and the commanders, I don't man Carson Wentz. <laughs> Get out of here with that dude, bro. And then that's the and the rest of that team. I do like that defense. I like that defense a lot. But I mean, I just I don't. If it's if we talking about Dak, Jalen Hurts, or Carson Wentz, I mean, I guess give me Jalen Hurts. Yep. Wow, that's crazy because I say give me Dak, and I'm not even rolling with the Cowboys. But <laughs> once again, 
Oh no, I agree with that. I agree with that too. But I'm saying as with with the rest of the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And I got you. And I I trust Carson Wentz more than I trust Jalen Hurts. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't perform bad last year in Indianapolis, and he's definitely not going to six thousand yards. Huh? (laughs) Go ahead. What did you say? Nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, once again, Carson Wentz didn't uh, perform bad last year in, in Indianapolis. You're talking about somebody who finished with, like, 26 touchdowns to five interceptions. Um, and he's not going to uh, – the offense he's going to is better, honestly. Um, the defense is better in Washington than what it was in Indianapolis. I just think that um, – I think Carson Wentz will – Provide them something better than Heineke did last year, and who was it the year before that they actually made it to the playoffs? Um, I think it was Taylor Heineke who who got nah. Him. He he played the game. He played the playoff game because their quarterback had got hurt. Um, I can't remember who the quarterback was. He he played he played the Alex game because got, the quarterback had got hurt. Alex Smith got hurt before that, right? He was already. Was it Alex Smith? No, it wasn't Alex Smith. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, but whoever. Oh yeah, so you're right. I, he did because he yeah that he that he they played against the Bucks. You're right. He didn't. Yeah, how to get yeah, in? I, I can't. I can't remember who the quarterback yeah. was, but um, yeah, I I don't know what that defense can be. I think supersedes any other position group or outside of the football in that division, and I think that's enough. Uh, combined with, I mean, they do have a good offense with Gibson, uh, McLaurin, Samuel, and all those guys. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Sean. So again, while we're talking about weaker divisions, obviously, I got the, I have the Eagles winning that division, and I have the Bucks um, being the number one seed because I feel like they, they gonna be able to get through the division play um, a little bit better, even if we're going five and one, four and two. Um, with that, and so uh, I got the Bucks, the Rams, um, the Packers, and the Eagles as my division winners in order, and then I have the Saints, 49ers, and Cardinals. The Cardinals um, was a weird pick for me just because, like you said, Hopkins going to be gone for six games. I don't love Colin Murray, but when we're looking at the conference and we're talking about their peer group, which is Minnesota, if you want to say Detroit, um Carolina, like no, I'm 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 going with Arizona and that with the seven seed, um, and then in the playoffs, uh, like I said, I had the Saints winning against whatever team came out the NFC East, um, matching up against the Bucks in the second round, and then the uh, the Rams and the Packers being the final four teams, and then I got Rams and Bucks and um, the Rams uh, going back to the Super Bowl. So I got a question because um, we just you just talked about how the Cowboys injuries have have scared you off for them in their weak division. The the Bucks injuries don't bother you at this no, point because they got Tom Brady. They got Tom Brady. No, like, because they got Tom Brady. I, I, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady while he got somebody protecting him. Yeah, like to lose mm-hmm. three of your offensive linemen in the preseason. That, is, that definitely, yeah, that definitely, that definitely means something. But once again, in a in a weaker conference. um, you yeah. got to take the team with Tom Brady. I mean, I, I again, if I, was, once again, we disagree on how weak the conference is. But you, I mean, not weak how weak the conference is, but for them to, for him to have them as the number one seed and to you know make the conference uh, championship, I feel like I mean those even, injuries are just as 
Even with the injuries that they had last year, they should have beat the Rams. But again, no, I no, <laughs> no. I'm, and I'm, once again, those are offensive line injuries. Cooper like Cup we're not talking about the offensive line. Cooper Cup got a walk in the park touchdown to win that game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 Rez, don't, don't, because I just watched that. Game. <laughs> I just watched that not the other day, but I've watched that game more than once over the summer. If Cam Makers don't fumble, they beat them to death. That that game was right. never close. Only only to win the game by how many? How many they won a game by? They won it by a field goal, but but again, like can't make a fun. Tom Brady being Tom Brady. All right. But no, no, no. But but back to the point. Back to the actual point. Again. We're talking about Dak Prescott versus Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so that – if this was a team, again, that was 100% or if it was like, oh, their offense is what's going to carry them to the playoffs, like, no. They still got a good defense. They still got good wide receivers. They still got the best quarterback in the conference. That, so they can be versatile. If it's, if it's, oh, let's lean on the running game until we figure out pass protection, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that type of thing. But it's no, man. I, it ain't just like, oh, now what they going to do since they got to throw it with time. No, I feel like they're going to be able to figure it out with, throughout the regular season and then still be the team that they, they got good players everywhere on their team. Do they? What did I say that wasn't that they have that's not good? No, I, I mean, I don't, once again, I spent last year not really believing in their secondary either, but now they've even lost from their secondary this offseason. Um, them losing Adama Sue is going to matter. You know, that Chris Godwin and they him coming back from his injury is going to matter. They replaced Akeem uh, Hicks, if I'm not mistaken. They got they got Akeem Hicks, yeah. I'm not saying if, if, if the this is how I look at that kind of stuff. If them losing Sue mattered, then he would be on another team. Okay, what about the corner? I can't remember which one they lost, they Dean never, or Murphy Button. They lost one of them. They never had a corner to begin with. So, to me, those so guys – once again, that's a, that's a concern, they, then, ain't it, Reg? But I'm just saying they're irreplaceable. That's like, who Okay, cares? so how many – Okay, this I, I okay, last question. I had a dollar. Last question. How many, how many offensive linemen do Tom Brady got to lose before it that, concerns you? Now, that, that matters. That matters. I'm now, asking Sean. I'm asking Sean because we no, agreed on I, the offensive line. Thing. I'm not telling you that it don't matter. What I'm saying is they still have a good running game. They still have a good defense. They still got good wide receivers. If it was – if it was – when we get into the thing and it's like, oh, they can't pass at all or they can't run like something like that, then all right, then maybe that's something to be concerned about. But I don't feel like it is because I think they have other ways that they can win until they figure out their offensive line situation. Okay. Um, so I mean we all see it and we all have the Rams in the conference championship for sure. That's that's one on. thing we do have consistent. Just uh we just to move on, oh, move on from this Rams and Tampa Bay thing. The score was 27-27. <laughs> Listen to this. 27-27 with 35 seconds left when Matthew Stafford hit Cooper Cup for the long touchdown. Right, it was like 24 to it was like 24 to 3 before the half. So like, they, they they came all the way back and tied the game up 27-27. Oh, Reg, listen. I'm, I'm, this one I'm telling you. Reg, did they ever have a lead in that game? They was, no. They, no did, they, did they ever have a lead? Did Tom Brady ever have a lead in the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, because he won it. 
So he had to leave. Okay, he came back and won. Once again, this isn't a Tom Brady thing. I one hundred, I one hundred percent complete uh, agree with Sean. If Cam Akers hadn't fumbled right before, what was that? Right before halftime, it was, it was like that game. Twenty-four three in the yeah, red. That game was over. Like with. the game like, was over, and he came all the way back. We came and still lost. And, 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 and still cool, lost. Cool, but that's why we got. They weren't him. winning that game. Cool. That's why we got him winning in the playoffs and not writing him off. I guess is a better way of saying it. No, I, 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 I the only thing that I took issue with was that you said that they would have beat them if, if. If the game's if, going to overtime, you're not taking Tom Brady, who's no, red hot at that point. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the fact that I'm I'm only talking about the fact that I still would have picked the right. It don't matter what the score was, how it, like one team winning, losing. I'm saying like all things. If they played ten times, I was still taking the Rams eight. Like I, I just felt like the Rams were that team last year. All right, so let's move on to the AFC. Um, which is so like I said, NFC, what you say? It's a little more difficult. Yeah, 100%. 100%. AFC is definitely looking like it's going to be the more competitive conference this year. Um, and, I mean, the most competitive division is going to be the AFC West. Um, so let's, let's, let's start with Sean. What, what you got going on in the AFC this year? <laughs> All right, so uh, let me start with the with the AFC South because I feel like it's very much like the NFC East. Um, I picked the I picked the Colts to win it, and I don't love it. I I I I just feel like the Titans are going to take a step back. Um, the Texans will have the number one pick, um, and the Jaguars. I'm too I'm too scared to take the Jaguars, but I really <laughs> like the Jaguars. Um, so I guess if I have to pick the Colts, uh, I mean, they win in the division. Um, and then, so going from top to bottom, I got the Bills being the number one seed. Um, I love the Chargers. I have the Chargers being the number two. The, the team that I think I'm a lot higher on than a lot of other people is the Ravens. The Ravens, we're talking about the Saints. The Ravens got destroyed by injuries last year and they still had what they were like nine and some like, not in four last year before, like before Lamar got hurt. I mean, that team is, is as regular season as there is. Like they, they gonna come back with a vengeance this year, I feel like, and win the division. Then I got the Colts, I mean, uh, the Chiefs, um, the Broncos and Cincinnati being their last team only because Watson is suspended. But, um, <laughs> cause I'm, I, I just, I just feel like I don't want to say Fluke ain't the right word, but they really got hot and beat some teams that they shouldn't have beat last year. Um, so I'm not as high on them being division winners, as everybody else is, national media, yeah. and division, and all that stuff like that. Um, Who you anyway. the North? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Sean. Who you said you got one in the North? The Ravens. The Ravens. Um, and so, yeah, uh, if we're getting down to it, the in the playoffs, I'll go Bills and Broncos. Um, and then Chargers and Chiefs. Um, this is the first time in the last three years I picked against the Chiefs in the playoffs, but um, I just love the Chargers, bro. Uh, so I got the Chargers beating the Chiefs, um, the Bengals, I mean, the, the Bills beating out the uh, Broncos. And so then we have a Bills Chargers AFC championship game. And while I feel like the Bills um, 
will be the best team all season long, just like how I feel like the Bucks will be the number one seed. Um, I still got the Chargers uh, beating the Bills and um, the Chargers going to the Super Bowl. The Chargers is that team that, like, kind of like the Browns a couple years ago, like, you just look at them on paper and you like, they got a key guy in each position. They kind of got it all figured out. And then they started playing games and guys started getting hurt. And that's the only thing to me that's, that's kept the Chargers from really, like, surfacing to this point. Uh, hopefully Durham James could continue to stay healthy and um, they should be smooth sailing. But they got a lot of expectations on them this year as well. I love that team, bro. Like, I, yeah. I've liked them the that's last couple of years. Huh? I say they're young, too. That's a young yeah. youth. Yeah, I, the the Khalil Mack edition was the one that I was like, all right, this they and they leave. Yeah, right, let's stop playing games now. All yeah, right, yeah, they got Sebastian Joseph Day, like uh, they got and I, J C Jackson. I was like, gonna they, say when they signed J C Jackson, that was it for me. I was like, that's what they needed. I don't even care what yeah. they do after this. And then they went and added, you know, Khalil Mack. So. Yeah, and like they, they they got it everywhere. Offensive line, quarterback, like. And I, and then, uh, Sydney had asked me about, like, the division, but I, I feel like very much like the Rams last year, that that will make them battle tested. That will make them, you know, iron sharpens iron type thing. Like, oh, they, they, they've been in some tough games and that's why I feel like they'll have the edge in the playoffs. Like, cause they don't have a ton of playoff experience, um, on their team. So it's just like, if every game in that atmosphere, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the the Broncos, those type of games where it's knocked down, drag out in the regular season, I feel like that's going to be the thing that 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 propels them in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, the you AFC, got, Rich? AFC is much much tougher, uh, but some things change, some things don't. And the Ravens is the team to me that like the last I want to say two years, I really gave them a chance. You always say Lamar Jackson can't do this, he can't do that. I'm like, bro, he win games, so. Like Sean say, this is the most seasoned team when it comes to just finding ways to win and, you know, pile up a couple wins to make the playoffs. So uh, starting in the North, um, I have the Ravens. I, I do think the Ravens can win this division. I don't I don't see the Bengals being as successful as they were last year. Um, I still have the Bengals sneaking in in the playoffs, but I have uh, the Ravens winning the North. Uh, in the East, nothing changed for me with the Bills. The Bills to me are – Man, if I had to pick a team that I would say from top to bottom is the best team in football, I love the way that they stop the run. You know what they're going to get from their defense. They upgraded, to me, much from last season with Atna, uh pass rushing Von Miller. He's not Von Miller of old. And then they uh, they drafted, what was the corner that they got kind of high in the draft? A lot of people had him going a little earlier than when he went. He fell to him. For who? For the Bills. They got a corner. I forgot what corner it was. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Yeah. They had him going kind of uh, higher than what he what he wound up going. But just Von Miller, like we spoke about Khalil Mack. And uh, just Von Miller for me going to Buffalo. I mean, he's not the Von Miller of old, but I was like, yeah, they definitely needed a, a way to get to the quarterback. Um, you know what you're going to get from um, from the Bills offense. Uh, I just like the Bills, man. I can go on and on. I, I'm just a, a fan of the Bills right now. So I do have. Kyrie. Say it again. Kyrie or Elam. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Um, so yeah, I do have them winning the East. It's kind of hard to disrespect the Dolphins to me at this point with everything that they've added. Um, New England, they really struggled to score. They lost a lot on defense. So, uh, I do think the Dolphins, um, the Dolphins find a way to, to, to sneak into the playoffs. They, they win a bunch of games. Uh, well, not a bunch, but they win enough. And with the additions, uh, I'm liking what I see. The Colts, uh, the South, uh, I would have to go with the Colts. And it, it's by default. Um, if the, if the Titans do win that division, it wouldn't surprise me. But I just think, uh, Matt Ryan is, um, the best quarterback in that division. <laughs> uh, mixed with Jonathan Taylor, mixed with a decent defense. Uh, I got the Colts winning that, that division. The West, the West going to be crazy, man. You can look at the West and judge it so many ways. Uh, from the Chargers, we just spoke all the great things about them. But, I mean, if they can stay healthy. Broncos, decent receiving core now. Know what you're going to get from the defense. Uh, y'all don't like that? No, 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 no. I accidentally, I accidentally raised my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you got? What you didn't like? No, no, no. no, no. He, he did it on accident, but it was oh. on the on the the Skype thing. Oh. I accidentally raised my hand. I'm sorry. Hey, y'all don't like Russell Wilson, huh? Uh, and Kansas City, you know, people departed, but still gonna be KC. And then you got um uh, the Raiders to me, which is the wild card here. This is the one team that they really got pieces, and if they put it together, I think they can go far too. But uh, I probably will still sit and pick the Chiefs to win this division, honestly. Like, if I had to put money on one of them winning the division, I'm rolling with Pat Mahomes. You know what you're going to get from him. So, who so, you go? Who, oh, go ahead. What you get? I, I just was going to say, the the teams, like what you said about the Raiders and the, uh, the, the Dolphins, um, those were the two teams that, like, it was very hard for me to not put them in the field of seven. Um, in the, in the AFC. Um, and like I said, I, I like the Jaguars though. So those are the three teams in the AFC where I just was like, man, that's, I'm, I can't get it to seven teams. Like it's, it's going to be tough in the AFC. Yeah. Because you're looking at a team like to me, the Broncos who defense, if everybody, if most of their players stay healthy, top 10 mm-hmm. defense. And mm-hmm. with the addition of Russell Wilson, you think the sky's the limit. But right. in, in, oh, honestly, if they finish dead last in this division, I don't think it would like ne- like really surprise nobody. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of things. Let's. I'm I'm going to start with the AFC North just because that's where we differ. I got the biggest one in that division. Um, for the past two years, man, I've spent time on this show saying Lamar Jackson is only going to be a better quarterback if they get better talent around him. And it's been another year that's gone by to where that hasn't happened. They've gotten worse, honestly, when it comes to the talent that's around him. And then you add that to um, the Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins injury situation, not knowing if they're going to be full or how they're going to look when they come back and things like that. That's a lot more that you're putting on Lamar Jackson. It was also a contract year for him. So either he's going to go out there and he's going to get them to where you think that he can be, which is which I had him as like the number one seed. Somebody had him as the number one seed. No, mm-hmm. I just had him winning the division. But um, he would have to put an MVP season together in order to to even win the division, in my opinion. 
And I like Baltimore's defense, but once again, we're talking about an AFC that's so loaded and so high-powered when it comes to offenses that every week that that defense is going to have to go out there and they're going to have to be a top-five defense if they're going to be able to overcome what they're lacking on offense. Um, so I, I do have Baltimore making the, the playoffs. Um, I just think that the Bengals will be able to win that division, not because they're some type of amazing-ass team, but I just think that with the lack of Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, that they're the best They're the best team in that division. Um, AFC East, Bills. To me, the Bills are the best team in football. Um, wow, I took them last year over the Chiefs at the beginning of the year. I had the Bills making the Super Bowl. Um, but we know how that ended, I, and they only got better. Um, the AFC South, I rode with the Titans because in Derrick Henry, I trust. I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts messed around and, you know, finally made it. Uh, they got close. I mean, what they were close the past two years to actually, you know, being able to come out of that division and, and fell short. Um, I don't think much changes in Tennessee, even with A.J. Brown being gone. Um, it's still, you know, Derrick Henry, and then we'll figure out whatever else around them. Um, AFC West, I'm the only one here that got three teams making it to the playoffs out of that division. Uh, I got the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I thought you only had two. No, I got three. I got Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. Okay, yeah, so we got the same three teams making it out of the division. If all four could, they would. I, <laughs> that, that division is, that division is ridiculous, bro. And to even, Look at that Raiders squad and what they did this offseason. It'd be like, y'all last in the division is ridiculous to me. Um, so if they could replace the AFC South, then that, <laughs> that should be what's going on. I agree. Um, so I'd have the Broncos and the Bengals, the Ravens and the Chargers, the Chiefs and the Titans in the wild card. Um, I'd have, I'd have the Bengals win against the Broncos. Uh, but that's the one for sure could go either way. Um, I got the Chargers beating the Ravens and then the Chiefs beating the Titans. I got the Chiefs taking on the Bills in the divisional. I got the Bills winning. I got the Chargers taking on the Bengals. I got the Chargers winning. I'm real big on the Chargers as well. Um, I just think they come second to the Bills um, in that conference. And so conference championship, I got the Bills beating the Chargers. So I got a Saints Bills Super Bowl. I definitely got the Bills representing the, um, the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. But real quick about Lamar Jackson, because I do not accept <laughs> any Lamar Jackson slander on my Red, we go. We've been doing Just this for real two quick. years, bro. We ain't got time. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. You said he has to have an MVP season, right, for them mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. What you call an MVP season? Because Lamar numbers is, is not just, like, it doesn't blow you away. He don't, like, throw for 4,500 yards and – he just scored touchdowns. That that's really all it comes down with Lamar Jackson is just touchdowns. So I guess you think that changes this year, or do you think we see a, a decrease in his in his passing yards or, or what? I think that you see an increase in turnovers and a decrease in yards in general. Like I'm I'm actually going into this season looking at that offense and being like I'd be shocked if he played 17 games. But because once again, his passing he hasn't progressed as a passer. 
No. It, it, since, since he's been in the NFL. So unless we see that this I'm year, that changes everything. That's not true. He, he, you he, he progressed. But. He's progressed, but not to the level of that you would be scared of. Because it's definitely gotten better every year. And what? In what? In uh, what sense? In, in his passing, his actual passing, has gotten better every year. It's just not like just he's gotten to a level that is like he should have been at for me to be like okay, he's an NFL quarterback to this point. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, it ain't like he's gotten better. Like. All right, now he really a, a threat to throw it, but it's but when he first started, it was it was one read and run, but now it's yeah. now it's better. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm just disagreeing with the semantics of the, of the yeah you know. yeah yeah I get you I get you. So, but once again, the talent around him has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. So now for me, looking at once again, there are things that can go completely right and change all the J.K. Dobbins, Gus Elvis, those guys can come back and they have the number one rushing offense in the league between those three guys, and, you know, that changes everything. But if not, and it's either – and it becomes Lamar Jackson is our run game, and we have no passing game, or Lamar Jackson is our run game and Mark Andrews is our passing game, there's only so far that that's going to take you. That's basically so like, what's going on now. Uh, but so, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to say, like, I, for me, Lamar Jackson is Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. Um, who else? Like, I, I, it was another one that that. Um, I, but it, it doesn't matter. Those those are the ones that's like in the regular season. You could just, they just hard to beat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to stop that stuff. But like, so that's why I, if I if if it was if every week was the playoffs, I wouldn't have the Ravens in the in the in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like the the Cardinals either. I don't really trust Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray is a, is a is enough to of a wild card to be like, man, I can't believe I didn't even pick them to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And I meant to touch on that too because I disagree with that as well because once again the talent that he's lost. You know DeAndre Hopkins not gonna be there for six weeks. You mm-hmm. lost one of your running backs to Miami. Um, I just think, I mean Zach Ertz, what's that gonna be? You know, so yeah. I and then you lost Christian Kirk who was you know your your number two. You know, yeah. so you don't have a number one. You don't have a number two. You got, got Hollywood over there who they got what Hollywood Brown. It, like, <laughs> to me, it's like, hurt to me. I'm not. I'm not saying like, I like. Yeah, but I'm saying like they can. Oh, see, and that and, yeah. and that's high praise to me because I don't think he's Christian Kirk at this point. So yeah. he'd have to show me that he's even that, you know. Oh, so okay. I think I think Kyler Murray is in a similar position to Lamar Jackson when you look in. Well, until DeAndre Hopkins come back anyway, where you like, damn, my offense as a whole has gotten worse over this offseason. Now yeah. I got to make up for it. And see, I think Lamar Jackson is just so unique. Like, you almost – I can't compare him to any other QB in the history of the league, obviously, besides Michael Vick. But when you he, – he just has to do so little in order for the Ravens to to be successful in a sense. When you look at a guy and you say, all right, if he throws for 3,200 yards and he rushes for – you know, close to a thousand yards, then that's really what our offense, that's all we do anyway. And we win double digit games. It's hard for me to see how a team can stop him from throwing for 3000 yards and rushing for close to a thousand yards. So if you, if you're going to tell me he's going to do both of those things, the result is going to be, he's going to score 30 touchdowns and the Ravens are just going to be the Ravens. It's just because people got to be so 
terrified that he will run. Yeah, absolutely. That's, 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 yeah, and that's, absolutely. The, that's the thing. When you add that with a defense, that you you so scared that he's going to run on you that yep. it makes their offense a threat, even if you don't have somebody that you're really thinking about. But he got a Mark Andrews. They got a running game that they're going to be able to lean on. Whereas we've seen before, and it ain't got to be J.K. Dobbins. It's whoever because we're so scared Lamar going to run it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's how I. That's why I feel like they're a regular season team. But when it, but when it's the playoffs, I don't. I don't feel like. Even his rookie. What, what year? No, that was his sophomore year. That was his first four years starting when he only threw for thirty two hundred yards, ran for like a thousand, and had like forty touchdowns or something like that. Like, I yeah. mean, like like Sean said, you're so terrified that he's going to run to where you're going to play soft for coverages. You, your spy is not going to come down when, you know, he steps outside of the pocket. It's things like that that changes how you have to game plan for Lamar Jackson. Is Mark Andrews going to go for 2,000 yards this season? <laughs> Man. Absolutely Because otherwise, nah. It's, it's, it's like that. I don't see it. Like, but, yeah. I don't you, know, know. you know what I find interesting? I'm sorry. You know what I find interesting about your takes, Sydney, is that, like, when we talking about the teams that you disagree, no, 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 I don't, I don't mean like that. When we talking about the teams that you feel so strongly disagreeing with us about, yeah, it surprises me that you go, yeah, but like they still a playoff team, like you know what I mean, like yeah, like, yeah, the Ravens a playoff team, like you like oh the Bucks losing three offensive linemen, but they still making the kind of the division around, like I, that yeah. that's. That's weird well, to me. of course that would. Well, of course that one has a lot to do with the conference in general. Like the NFC yeah. is just a weaker conference, so even a weaker Bucks team should be able to make the playoffs. I feel yeah. like um, the 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 Lamar. Once again, that's because I don't want to feel like I'm just saying Lamar Jackson is this shit quarterback. I think he's good enough to get them to the playoffs. I just don't think he's good enough for them to win their division or win the conference or. No, it's not even. I don't how think he's games, good enough. I don't think his, all, the rest of his offense is good enough. How many? Like games I say, because even even in past years, the year they did go two years ago, I think that was his MVP season that they went to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and his best wide receiver was who Sammy Watkins or some shit. Probably. Like, and, and we're far from that. Like, it's gotten way worse than that. So for him to be able to overcompensate, not only for having a uh, a person that we look at and be like, oh, that's a number two wide receiver. Now we look at like, who the fuck he throwing to? Who the fuck is it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's what Aaron Rodgers go out there and work with every every week. When you looking at Geronimo Allison and, and the Lazards of the world, and we know Lamar Jackson not Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, like I think I, I think that Baltimore's defense is going to be a great defense, and that's going to cover up for a lot of it. But for how long? Yeah. I get you. I, I, I'm with you. But I, I want to say one thing, too, before we finish. Um, every year, there's a there's something that happens that when we look at it in December, we're going to be like, bro, I can't believe that this, like, this, this is happening or whatever. Or a team that's successful or a player that's successful. I think – I'm going to agree with you on this one. I already know it. Go ahead. Uh, I, so I think the teams that are in line for something that – that like that is a surprise or a solid playoff team or something like that is the 49ers, the Jaguars, and the Lions. Those are three teams that I that I feel like is like, bruh, 
can you believe this team about to make the playoff like like that? Like I feel like one of those three is gonna be the team and, and the 49ers in a different way, just because they are I feel like they already got a really good team. But if Trey really? Lance really pop and it's like, bruh, these dudes like about to win the Super Bowl. Like that, that like that's that's the team that I feel like can surprise some by some people. I got I got four. I got four. four. I got the Jaguars. I agree with you that the Jaguars, I really like they still it going into this season. Um, Trevor Lawrence in his second year, that's usually where you see the biggest jump for a quarterback. He has competent people around him now. I think we can all agree just, with wait, that. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, and this is the last thing I'm going to say for the whole show. I really just don't think people understand how bad it was. Like, I, I watched a video. I watched a, a, a like a 10 minute video about all of the stuff that went wrong for Trevor Lawrence. Like, I'm talking about the most basic stuff. Like, yeah. like, like, it was so bad for Trevor Lawrence. The fact that he wasn't dead by week 10 is amazing. Like, and, and, that's and, why, and, and that's huh? why I'm about to disagree with everything Sid's saying because it was so bad. I can't see any ceiling until I see something. Like, he's got a, he's got a Super Bowl winning head coach now. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying it was so bad. Like it's hard for me. That's just how I am. I don't care yeah. who you get over there until you show me something. I can't just pencil you in for any type of greatness. But go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so the Jaguars. Those are one of those teams to where I'm like, bro, I could. If we look up and we're like, damn, the Jags really about to win this division. I'd be like, yeah, they 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 reached their ceiling for this season. Like that's where I thought that they could be. Detroit, I picked them to make the playoffs. That's the one that if they actually go right, I'm going to look right on. Um, damn, what was the other one? I'd be very happy if you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what was the other one? Um, hold on. Can I just mark that shit down? Because I said I had four. Okay, I can't think of the other one right now. But the 49ers, in a bad way, though. I think we can look up and be like, why the fuck are the 49ers 5 and 10, 15 games into the season? And one of those reasons is injury. They don't, they are prone to injury as a team, it seems like. You, they're already missing Nick Bosa for at least the first four weeks. Um, the second thing is I think Jimmy, I think they move on from Jimmy G between now and September 11th. And if Trey Lance doesn't, go out there and look like the right pick for them, it could go bad really fast, especially mm-hmm. if what's behind him is Nate Sudfield and not Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so I, I I wouldn't be shocked if they just come out and prove to be wrong about Trey Lance or so I, if injuries once again takes a hold of that team. I got two. Uh, one is something that I've talked to you many times about, about, uh, Sid. And once again, that's San Francisco. Uh, and kind of like the same way you got it in a bad way. Um, I told you all, all year last year, like Jimmy G at times played very bad for San Francisco. And the fact that they never turned to Trey, to me, that just said that he, they just, he wasn't the answer. Like obviously Jimmy Garoppolo was beating him out in practice, looked better, looked sharper, whatever the case is. And I don't think that much has changed from, from last year to now. Um, so that's why I'm not too big on San Francisco this year. Now I have all the faith in the world in the guy that's calling the plays for him, but I just don't think that, yeah. that Trey is, is ready right now at this second. 
And my surprise team, if, if, if that's what you won't call them, I think the team that we can look up and be like, they won in a bunch of games. These guys going to be hard to beat in the playoffs if they get hot. All this good stuff is the Dolphins, man. Um, two of they, he just find a way to win. Like when you look at the end of the season, whether he played eight games or 10, he wins. So adding all that talent around him, a better offensive line, uh, a better run game, um, a cheat code in Tyreek Hill. I think if, if we look up and Miami is really winning some games and, you know, getting some, some steam rolling, that wouldn't surprise me. I remember what my fourth one was, and neither one of y'all going to agree with me uh, on this one, but it's one that I definitely had to put my biases aside to even come out here and say, the Carolina Panthers. I think that I think that the Carolina Panthers, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, which prior to what last year, for the most of his career, he had been healthy, but if he can stay healthy, I think Carolina can be a nine and eight, ten and seventeen, and once again in the NFC. Like that seventh seed, I think will be about that nine and eight, ten and seven. Yeah, this is this is the thing that I've been saying basically for the last ten years. Um, this is what makes football king. Like you, when, when you, it's August and we feel like there's so many things that can be a surprise. There's so many teams that feel like they have a chance when you're looking at the at just a fifty three man roster and you want to be like. Man, this plus the schedule, there's so much to look mm-hmm. at because this is different. Baker's different from what they had last year and blah, blah, blah. Like, like we're talking about the Saints, there's, there's Super Bowl optimism around, around the, this conversation just because like you can feel like if these things that went wrong last year don't go wrong, but mm-hmm. there'll be new things that go wrong. You know what I'm saying? And new, there'll, there'll be new things that go right. So, you know, like it's just, that's, Feeling like that, I, and I, I just want to make my point because basketball can sometimes feel like two different sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when, you, when you think about the Bucks, the Warriors, the Clip, the Clippers, teams that feel like they really got a chance, and then you look at teams like Charlotte and, and Orlando, and it, it feels like uh, it, it feels like a different sport, don't it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like they ain't got a chance. So, but but for us, it's like, man, if the Lions do this and do that, and man, we could be this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, like that football, that's what makes it so exciting. I can't, I can't wait. My argument against that is the New York Jets. <laughs> ain't no optimistic, ain't no optimism around them or the Houston Texans or the Chicago Bears. Like we know what Atlanta Falcons, we know what they're gonna be at the end of the season. Like so, even. Because even in the NBA, like you say, Bucks. when you look at Bucks and Golden State and Boston, Philly, whoever you want to put in there, and then you look at the middle class and you're like, oh, well, let's look at what Toronto is doing or Memphis or, you know, teams like that. You're like, yeah, those teams look good and they're going to be competitive. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to the Golden State and Milwaukee and Philadelphia. But but that's the same thing with the NFL. Like, Carolina, yeah, they might sneak into the playoffs or – um, who else do we? Jacksonville. But when it comes down to it, it's still going to be the four teams that basically we all agreed on. It's going to well, be the Rams, the Bucks, the you know. Well, the only thing I, my disagreement is that the the middle class is always closer to the top 
in the NFL because a team like Cincinnati can make a run to the playoffs. Cincinnati feels like a middle class team last year, but then they in the Super Bowl. Why? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that that will never happen in the NBA. Like you know, like I don't know. That's that's the time. All right, man. I think I think we are tapped out for this one. We're gonna let this one go over an hour and ten minutes. Seem like um, it's be a quick one. <laughs> uh, next week, uh, we probably won't get one in. I don't think. Uh, but well, no, we'll get one in before September 11th for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, we we're, we're close. College football kicks off for real next weekend. It kicked off today, but it kicks off for real next weekend. Uh, then right after that, man, we we got some NFL football. Um, it's it's that time. We finally here. Absolutely, ready for it, man. Uh, so so until next time, man. Good show, and until until next time. <laughs>